Welcome back to the Rhino Show. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Farmer. Hey, how's it going? So, we haven't been here for a couple weeks. That, that's been my fault. My PC has been broke. I haven't had the greatest couple of weeks, but we're back, and we got a new little layout I'm going to explain a little bit to you. As I said before, we were originally planning on doing 25 to 30 minute weekly episodes. We're going to change the layout here. We're going to do more of a, when there's a story breaking, we'll cover that individual subject. So it could be one a week, could be three a week. We're not too sure, but if, when a story breaks, we'll cover it. Instead of waiting until Sunday when we record and release it on Monday to get that all-in-one 30-minute episode. So I feel like that'll be better so you'll get the news more on time. And our guests will still be determined based on the subjects of that podcast episode. So we'll see who we can get on and where we can go with that. I'm hoping to find some bigger guests to join the show. And like I said, it could be multiple week. What? Farmer, I mean, I think this is probably the best way to get news out quicker. Yeah. And let's uh let's let's get into our first subject here today. This is gonna be a quick episode since it's just gonna get us back into rhythm since we've been gone for about a month, keeping it quick today. Let's talk about vaccine mandates and how they're falling apart for Joe Biden. Yeah. Because obviously it's unconstitutional. States. Oh yeah, completely unconstitutional. Fifteen states are suing the mandate, the unconstitutional mandate. And there's more to join, most likely, but we're at 15 right now. And this, this was funny. I saw it on Twitter earlier because uh, Ted Cruz re- retweeted it. Liberal media, a.k.a. Big Tech, their propaganda for your kids are insane. Big Bird is tweeting out. Farmer, did you ever think you'd see the day Big Bird is tweeting for um, the Democrats? No. Never expected. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll read you Big Bird's tweet. He says, well, Big Bird says, uh, I got the COVID-19 vaccine today. My wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body an extra protective boost that keep, keeps me and others healthy. <sighs> that's, that's Big Bird for you. Hmm. He got his COVID vaccine. His, his wing's feeling a little sore, but as you heard him. He's going to keep people safe. That's what your five-year-olds are being taught when they look up to a little TV show hero, Big Bird. You know what I mean? Like, now he's all propaganda. Pretty much. So, anyway, back to the vaccine. It is actually temporarily blocked, the bill, in Texas and Louisiana because the appeals court blocked it. So there's a few states that this is not flying by yet, and I'm hoping with 15, hoping that number gets up more states that are suing. I'm hoping that the number gets way higher, considering there's way more Republican states. I hope they step up and do their job. And that's why it's important with this recent election that just happened in Virginia, mm-hmm. with Governor Glenn Youngkin and Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears winning. This is what we need. Because nobody thought Virginia was going to turn red. And it did. New Jersey was close. You can see the tide shifting. Like, it, it'll happen. Give it a couple more years. These, poll, these states are going to turn red. It's bound to happen. Because Biden's approval rating is 36%. People don't like him. The most voted for president of all time. People don't like him. Kamala is at 28%. 
People don't like her. Quite literally at all. <laughs> yeah, like, if you walk up to the street and you ask somebody what's your thoughts on Kamala, I bet you there's some people that don't even know who she is because she doesn't show her face. She's nowhere to be seen. But let, let's get back to Youngkin and, and Sears. So with Virginia, which was more of a purple state, leaning blue, actually, it was a big win for the governor. But the lieutenant governor is the one I want to talk about, Winsome Sears. As an immigrant to this country, she served. She put her time in. She's a pro-gun advocate who's black. First black female to hold a lieutenant governor's seat in Virginia. And you think this would be a big deal. But it's not, according to the liberal media, because she's a Republican, so it doesn't matter. Their hero is transgender. Um... Rachel uh, Levine, yeah, that, that that's their hero, the man. That's who they looked up to. Not, well, why not is the man's name Rachel? Serve. I, man, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that there's something messed up in their head. Like that, that's who the Democrats want you to look up to. And wait, it, wait, but like it doesn't make sense towards their like she's black though, right? And like she's black and she. She's like the first yeah. lieutenant governor to be African American within within that state. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, she, she that you'd think that's what they would like to see diversity and all this and like an immigrant getting power. Like, but it's because she's a Republican. It's because she for, supports the Second Amendment. Is why they don't want that. They don't want to see that because she's a woman of power. Mm. She stands for all all that's right, and they want you to be. Weak. That's what they they want to control you, and that's not what they're getting there. Not a weak-minded individual. But speaking of weak-minded individuals, that's the vice president Kamala Harris, who let's get into our subject or uh, our favorite uh little thing we like to call here is where's Marshmallow? She uh went to France to address migrant and refugee issues. Wait, when? See, within the last two days. Really? Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yes. She, um, I, I don't think, obviously, migrant and refugee issues are, should be a priority. I just think we have more issues not coming from France, maybe from the southern border. Yeah, you know I can see I that. Mean? You yeah. See, I think there's a lot more people coming in from south than they are, you know, east. But that's where she's been. She's been over there dealing with that. So, I mean, at least she's shown her face because a good Kanye quote from this week is, uh, we ain't seen her since the election. And I completely agree with that. She shows her face for absolutely no reason once every two or three weeks. And without a mask, of course. Oh, of course without <laughs> the mask. The rules are for them. Or the rules are for us, not for them. They're not going to follow those doesn't matter so yeah that's that's pretty much going to be the the episode this week like i said from now on we're gonna just more of an update shorter episode yeah yeah this was more of an update episode just try to fill you in with a little subject at you little topic but let you know the layout of how the show is going to go from here on out and i'm excited about it because i think we'll be able to get the news out there quicker with more info on based on one topic and not covering three to four so I hope you guys like that. 
Farmer, you got any thoughts on, on what the show's going to look like? I uh, think it's going to be... Not really. I mean, obviously, this one specifically is more of an update, so there's not really much of a discussion that we, we have together. It's just more of we report what we've heard about the week or what's been going on recently, and that's really it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like I said, like, specifically, with this new layout... When the elections were happening, like that, for example, that could have been a night that we did one special episode. Just to give like an example, like that would have been a great night to have an episode if we were doing that. But from now on, we will be. So after the election night, we would have came through and gave our thoughts on that and what it means and everything. So more individual episodes like that is what's to come in the future. And yeah, I think it's going to be good. But other than that, I think... We'll see you guys next episode. All right. Take it easy.